Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. This week we'll be talking the rise of North London, the demise of Manchester, people leaving football games far too early and possibly the most disrespectful penalty of all time. We've got some guests, ladies and gentlemen. Please give a lovely welcome to Ian Moore and Omid Jalili. Yeah. I know. And, and as usual, man of the people, Keith Dover. But first this week, the ticket price for Argo rumbles on. The problems are not just limited to English games. In Germany, where the ticket prices are very cheap anyway, Dortmund fans have found a novel way of protesting. They've been throwing tennis balls onto the pitch. British fans would have adopted similar tactics, and what with the high ticket price, they couldn't afford tennis balls. <laughs> oh, no. Now, here's a question. What is it with Chelsea players and masks? Uh, we've got a couple of them there. Look at them. <laughs> I know. Either Roman Abramovich has bought a job lot of masks on Alibaba or Diego Costa has been putting himself about in training. Although, if I'd been playing for Chelsea this season, I'd also want to go out in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Cardiff City are having trouble scoring. And Vincent Tan took this quite literally when he gave a pep talk to the players and said, ugly men only get beautiful wives by asking 50 times. So look at this, look at this. That's a beautifully shot picture of the Tan family. Although she's not his real wife, she's a fake Tan. Hey! Thank you. That's <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the football's on. Hey! <laughs> you didn't believe that. Well, don't like that <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back to the show. Being brought to you live from the Set Blatter Memorial Studio here in Stratford. <laughs> nice to have you here. Thanks very much for coming. Great to be here. Fake tan, yeah. yeah. Fake tan. Fake, Fake, yeah, well, well, could be the highlight, couldn't well, it? Really? Well, sold that joke. <laughs> very well. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> now, it's been a while since we were last here, so a quick reminder of the way this works. I ask the questions, the boys attempt to amuse me, and like some medieval potentate, I bestow points purely on a whim. So let us get on with it. Uh, Manchester United, we'll start with the Europa League. Manchester United lost 2 1 this evening to the Danish champions, Michelin. <laughs> Stop laughing, everyone. <laughs> I know, to give you some idea of the scale of the defeat, the town of Michelin is one-third the size of St Albans. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Imagine how badly Man United would be beaten by St Albans. Wow. Uh, and in the later game, that was Liverpool, it was all a bit 
meh, really, wasn't it? It was. Liverpool. I'm, I'm waiting for the Klopp revolution. It's just, I was trying to think, what has he done? And all he's done is taken Stephen Corker on loan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he that was like. brilliant. Oh, they haven't signed. That. I want more than that. Well, yeah, but early days, you've got to give him a bit of time. He's been there six months. <laughs> this is modern football, isn't it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? I'm six walking months. out. You want, I mean, they've got uh, Sacco and Colo Torre at centre-half. Colo Torre is actually 67. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know yeah, he's, he's older than the chairman of Liverpool. <laughs> That's a possibility. Uh, Daniel Sturridge got through the game, or he got through 65 minutes. Yes. That's a result. He did yep. bang his head on the, uh, on the, on the bit of the dress, <laughs> on the, uh, the bench when he came out there. Um, I mean, uh, there was talk. Somebody told me that Arsenal might be coming in for Daniel Sturridge. Do you think they're coming in? What you were saying? Really? Well, for his medical expert. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what for? Daniel, you've had all these injuries. <laughs> what have I got here? Oh, that's a cartilage. I can spot a cartilage 100 yards. Dr Sturridge. Uh, now, they had a better record under Brendan Rodgers, didn't they? Did they? Liverpool? Yeah, apparently, yeah. I don't know, I just made that up. It might not be true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they had a better record under Bob Paisley, if you want to make other stuff up. That's true. <laughs> you know, but, I just, it it's, but it's just, it's just you're kind of watching that, you're kind of waiting for something to happen, and then you look at the midfield and it's, and it's Henderson and Milner. Uh, <laughs> there was a Liverpool I mean, fan. It's, a, it's all a bit support act, isn't it? It's all a bit, let's go and head to the bar while the support act's on and wait for the main people to <laughs> wait come Wait for out. the main people to come next season. There was a Liverpool fan on YouTube moaning, £77 for James Milner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait till I hear must... Liverpool fan on YouTube moaning? Wow. There, there, yes, I know. It's channel. Um, we've also, by the way, the Augsburg, uh, the Augsburg um, team, they're very, um, very welcoming. They, they came up with this uh, Scouse German dictionary. Have you seen oh, this? I have, yes. It's absolutely beautiful, right? Just to, to help. Uh, we've got a few examples here. Um, I, do you know what? I mean, there's the Scouse and there's the German. I can't really read either of them, actually, for some of them. What? Gorakobon. Does anyone have any idea what that means? That's an erection. Uh, no, no, apparently no, I'm not allowed no, to. A stadium. Set that. A stadium. Oh, it's a stadium erection. Yeah, of course. Giving it bifters. Does anyone have any idea? Have we, have we got any scousers in who can help us with this? Have we got any Germans? I mean, geez, it's, it's easy to understand. I'm, that, look, I'm looking at that, and it's like it's like translating from Korean to Cyrillic. Neither of them <laughs> actually make any sense to me at all. They were trying to devoud. I have no idea no, what that hang is. Hang on, well, the, the, trans, the German from my limited German. Giving it bifters. Dein Bestes Geben, they're translating, which means giving your best. They're right. this, is, this is not a kind of Scouse kind of dialect. They're just translating. There's a German translation of what the Scouse is meant to be in proper English. Yes, yeah. that is what it is. Is that what it yeah. is? Yes. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a, a German equivalent. Oh, what of Scouse? Of like Bavaria. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> the German <laughs> Scouse. No German in that case, Bevy in German Scouse would be Das Bevy. Yes, I think it probably would. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, give out the points. Oh, hang on, hang on. I haven't, oh. said, I haven't said a bloody word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and for that, the points go to Ian Moore, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I had so much stuff up here. Of course you did. Yeah. I had uh. so much stuff. I was good. Well, well. now, uh, Tottenham... Did you know why? Do you know why? Oh, I now you've got stuff, have you? <laughs> it's too late, Ovid. It's too late, mate. We'll do it later. Tom Tottenham got a decent draw away at Fiorentina. Um, now, they're getting really good, uh, and to be honest, it's starting to upset me. I mean, it's February, <laughs> it is, it's February, and they should all be falling apart by now. Uh, uh, Omid, let's talk about Tottenham. I'm, uh, not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was Omid? Oh, he was sulking the whole show. <laughs> um, uh, Spurs have, you know, that I mean, Spurs got a draw with Fiorentina, which is a, a good result. Yes. But I think with Tottenham this year, it's all about the league. Is it? We got any Tottenham fans in, by the way? Any Spurs fans? 
No? Okay. Oh, right, we can slag him off. That's marvellous. Okay, good, all right. Uh, Spurs, um, do you know, I've, I've got a sentence here which has never been said before. Spurs have a great goal difference. <laughs> no one has ever said that. Do you think they can win the title, I mean, you? Yes, I do. And I think the interesting thing about Spurs is that even if they win the title, I wouldn't be able to actually name, other than Harry Kane, who basically... He's so ugly, look, he makes Jay Spearing look like a human being. <laughs> uh, Ow! Wow, here we go, the gloves are off! <laughs> but, apart from... A lot of people are actually, at this point, trying to remember what Jay Spearing... <laughs> Just Google it and laugh your head off. OK. Now, the thing is... It's good to get the laughs in the studio as yeah, opposed to two hours later. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that's OK. No, but, but apart from Deli Alley, maybe Christian Eric, I can mention the whole kind of 1980s top, I can say Mark Falco, Glenn Hoddle, Mickey Hazard, isn't this the point that you just, they are faceless automatons, they are robot yes. footballs. Wow, this, hang this, on a this, this is AI football. You look at Eric Dyer, he's had a fantastic season, but has anybody ever seen a facial expression on him? He's like, he's like a Hollywood actress after Botox. Yes. <laughs> Do you There's think nothing going on there. Eric Thomas had work done, is what I you're think saying. He, I think heavily, oh, okay. heavily you know, it's heavily. He used to look like Joan Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. Eric Dyer is so unfamous, he wears a name tag when he looks himself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, he sees the name and goes, I don't know who we're talking about. Who are we talking about here? <laughs> um, they, I mean, Harry Kane, I was told, is, uh, is called H at Tottenham. Or if they're unedu uneducated, H. <laughs> <laughs> Only time. I not everyone's what... laughing at that. But if you're not laughing at it, stop using the word H, OK? I, I was at the uh, Tottenham-Chelsea game and we were right by the Spurs fans and the Chelsea fans out of nowhere started chanting, he spits when he talks, he spits when he talks, <laughs> Harry Kane. And the Tottenham fans said, we'll have that, we'll have that, that's very yeah. good. <laughs> um, all right, uh, now Spurs, I do believe Spurs could win the title. The last, last time Spurs won the title was 1961. Uh, to give you some perspective, the Vietnam War hadn't started yet. <laughs> them, them winning the title actually started the Vietnamese War, apparently. <laughs> that's, that's how much we don't that, want them to that, win the that title. That was the catalyst, was it? Rationing had only just finished. People right. had never even seen a banana. <laughs> People wow. didn't know what that was. No, honestly. Uh, Keith, we got Keith over here. He's uh, yes. a, a gooner. Now, yeah. obviously, if Tottenham win the title... I'm going to join the French Foreign Legion. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Uh, that, then Arsene Wenger will buy you back, probably. Yes, I imagine. Sorry, Keith. Oh, I might go to Stan Kroenke's ranch. You know, he's just bought a new ranch for 500 million. Oh, Arsenal didn't buy any players. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just going to leave the country if they okay. win the Premier League. <laughs> OK, can fair someone up. translate what he just said? We've got a dictionary between uh, German <laughs> yes. and, and Keith Dover. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, we haven't even mentioned Leicester, by the way. Uh, I mean, yeah. no, everyone's discounting Leicester, but they're no, not going to no. win it, are they? So, uh, we've done I'm that. Not, I'm not discounting Leicester. I, think, I think it's between Leicester and Spurs. Stop Just because you got lucky last week doesn't mean well, that we can dismiss yeah. this team. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, you friends in again. We know where the points are going this time. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Schmeichel... Uh, not Peter Schmeichel, Casper Schmeichel, the Leicester, Leicester goalkeeper in that game. And he must have kicked the mud off his boots about 15 times. And I thought, this is the Emirates. <laughs> Do you know There's what? no mud <laughs> allowed. Arsene Wenger has banned mud. Talking about Casper Schmeichel, this is, this is why I want Leicester to win the Premier League. Is because when, when United won it, Peter Schmeichel went onto the pitch with Casper Schmeichel on his shoulders. I want Casper Schmeichel to do that with his dad on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It might be worth it for, for that. Now, a lot of Tottenham's success this season is based around their defence. 
Uh, Toby Alderweireld has only committed seven fouls all season. Now, to put that into some sort of perspective, for the Sunderland May United game last weekend, Lee Catamol committed more fouls <laughs> in the warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's also fair to say the league title is very much up for grabs. Of course, if Spurs do win the league, I shall be flying off to a desert island with no Wi-Fi. Uh, which wasn't possible the last time Tottenham finished top because there was no Wi-Fi and air, and air travel was still in its infancy. <laughs> Wait for the joke, eh? Uh, uh, I, but are you saying that what we, we want Tottenham to do well and while they're waiting on a spine donor, they basically capitulate at the last minute? <laughs> I have. I know. I no see no, no spine. Is what he's saying. No backbone. No backbone. No backbone. No. I that, see what he's saying. That's why they'll capitulate. Uh, yeah. And I, you know. I hope so. I really hope you, so. You were getting the points up to that moment. No. I can't believe it. The points, ladies and gentlemen, go to Ian Moore once again. Oh, they get killed. Now Chelsea were beaten two-one by PSG on Tuesday night. But what chance did a team assembled for a mere £213 million have against a team worth £218 million? <laughs> Although the winner was scored by Edison Cavani, who cost slightly more than the global banking crisis. Um, Omid, what's the mood at Stamford Bridge? I think the mood is very good. That was a pop. What? What? Wait a minute. <laughs> the, is, the fact that no one cares about a Chelsea result is, for me, is a very good result. <laughs> no one cares about us. We, uh, we were talking about mid-table mediocrity. That's but, what you got. But we have a mission. Last, uh, when we won the Champions League, we made sure that Tottenham finished fourth. And we made sure by winning the Champions League, Chelsea was sixth. Tottenham did not make the Champions League. Please. And for that, I'd like to thank you again. My pleasure. <laughs> My okay. pleasure. Thank you very but, much. But now, you want to upset we, this time? we are going to win the Champions League, and I'll tell you why. Because. <laughs> I'll tell you. Sorry. That's worth a point I on its own. I thought that would get a bigger laugh, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but the, no, uh, and I'll tell you why. We, we have played uh, Paris Saint-Germain three times in the Champions League. And yeah. last season, that we, uh, I've never sunk to my knees more when Thiago Motta scored the equal, equalising goal. Yeah. Uh, but I think karmically, I felt, because the Chelsea <laughs> fans had thrown <laughs> that poor guy off the Metro. Oh, yeah. He's now come out and said he hadn't been on a Metro for six months. He's starting to use it now. Now he's using it again. I think karmically, <laughs> that's opened the way for a Chelsea win. I'm not being deluded here. But I think we're going to smash him at Stamford Bridge and go on and win the Champions League. I like it. And we're going to knock out Tottenham. Tottenham I, will I finish don't see it. I don't see it. I really... I, 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 well, PSG are almost my local side. I'm, I'm not really yes, a fan of either. But... Yeah. Um, I like Ibrahimovic. I love watching you him. You like Ibrahimovic? I do, because he's got that kind of swagger. He, he, do you know who he reminds me He reminds me of uh, John Travolta in Greece. <laughs> what? He's got, he's got that kind of swagger, isn't he? I know what you mean. And I really he's like... Swinging yeah, his, his you know, he's, he's the man. And I love Blaise Matuidi. He's fantastic. I'm, yeah, I'm slightly disappointed with Blaise Matuidi because I wanted him to marry Cheryl Tweedy. So then she would be Cheryl Tweedy Matuidi. And, <laughs> and we could all have big laughs and giggles. <laughs> That would be great. And now, what is it with the masks? <laughs> they, they do like a mask, don't they, Chelsea? They, but, what's coming I'm on? trying to get the stat of how many games they've played without the mask this year. And nobody knows. I think they've played every game it's with not, a mask. It's not the sort of stat that people collect as a general... Well, well why there's every other stat on football, isn't it? I mean, Chelsea's become such a joyless, humourless place, right? Instead of these sort of... Phantom of the Opera masks. They should actually have those celebrity masks that you can buy in party shops, right? Like Diego Costa should play up front as Kate Middleton. This is what I'm saying. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I like the I idea. I like the idea. idea. Yeah. yeah. I think that Aspilicueta should wear a Diego Costa mask. <laughs> just to really mess people about. Do you think Diego Costa would attack him? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, mathematically, Chelsea can still win the league and go down. That makes no sense. How can you win the league and go down? No, no, it won't happen at the same time. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Comedy called the sack. Move on. Yeah, move on. They're not. I love the. I love you. I mean, the thing is about the Champions League. We all said that in 2012 as well. They're not going to win the Champions League. How is it possible? They were the luckiest team. They of were. All time. Yeah. They were. So yeah. maybe it could happen again. But it I, probably I it won't. Well, I don't know. There's a new positivity. I think people don't... You, you have to, you're really uh, underestimating the power of Goose Hiddink. The way he's got John Obi Mikel playing and scoring, that's I, unbelievable. I know, John Obi Mikel. He couldn't be happier, could Just, he? It's, it's, he's he like, can he's cross a, the halfway line. a new line. lease of life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's absolutely delighted. Um, I, I can't remember who said it about John Obi Mikel, but when Mourinho was manager there, if John Obi Mikel was coming onto the pitch, it was like the bell ringing in a pub. <laughs> I can't remember who said that, but it's a brilliant... I can't, That's I fantastic. I brilliant. Um, now, it's not going well for Eden Hazard at present. He has scored one goal all season, which is the same as Danny Welbeck, who's played for ten minutes. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I'm going to give the points uh, for that round. And you know what? He's Chelsea. So I'm giving the points to one with Jalini, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Do any... It's all right, you're Chelsea. Now... Now... Things aren't going well in Manchester. <laughs> Every defeat and boring nil-nil draw for Manchester United brings LVG closer to the exit. And with Pep going to City and Neil Warnock getting the Rotherham job. <laughs> <laughs> the door is once again open for you-know-who. Yes, perched on the roof of the stand like a vulture waiting for the jackals to have their fill on the rotting carcass of a once-great club. <laughs> is that too much? Uh, Jose Mourinho is ready to pounce. Uh, Omid. You must have mixed feelings. You oh, love God. Jose Mourinho, don't you? Do you know, it, 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 to me, the fa fa fans are like the children and a, a club is like a mum and a manager's like a dad, OK? And then what happens is... So your divorce. dad has got divorced? My dad's got divorced and he's about to... Not only is he going to get another mum, he's going to get the mum and bring all his children. They're going to come to Stamford Bridge at one time. And we're going to have to... He's taking the kids. there's going to be a nice football match. No, that cannot happen. Right. It cannot happen. This isn't funny at all. This is pure <laughs> anger. <laughs> and actually bringing up my own family traumas. But I will say... <laughs> Omid, do you want to lie down here at this I'm point? I'm very happy to oh, okay. sit there and talk. No, this is, I, I, this is the problem with football. There is no loyalty, there's no fidelity. What? Hang on a minute. Jose Mourinho was one of the worst managers in the last season that you've ever had. I know he's been a Chelsea hero in the past, but it all went a bit Pete Tong in the last six months and he had to go. And the yes. fact that he's gone somewhere else... You can't. You but can't hang on. But first him. of all, he, he, he's, it's not confirmed that he's going. I oh. like, I, that was one time I loved LVG, who, by the way, looks like a bloated Miley Cyrus. I don't know if people actually think <laughs> It's basically what Miley Cyrus will look like in about 15 years' time. <laughs> Miley Cyrus, if you're watching, and I know you're a big fan of the show, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I've got Manchester. this image now of LVG twerking, and I just cannot get oh. it out of my head. On a wrecking ball! Oh. LVG on Let's a wrecking move ball. on. Um, Manchester United lost to uh, Mitchelland uh, tonight. <laughs> they lost 2-1 uh, to the Danish champions. They've only been in existence for 17 years. I mean, this show's been in existence for three. So that's so. Ryan Giggs has been at Manchester United longer than the opponents the, have been in. Nineteen ninety-nine. And they've been they playing. That's amazing. They've been yeah. playing. Wow. Um, their first two games. That was their first. Two, their first game for two months. Mitchelland. So they tried to ease them in gently. Didn't yeah. They? Beat them. It's like a <laughs> nice, like a nice little training. Nice game little friendly against United. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is uh, on the plus side for United. I've got a, a plus. Their turnover is over five hundred. Million pounds. Do you know this, Manchester United, this wow. year? And they have an official noodle partner. 
Yeah. I'm not making it up. I just love the idea of you eating unofficial noodles at the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've does, got some unofficial noodles. Does, does that mean you can get your noodles confiscated if you go to Old Trafford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't <laughs> they, go in they with love unofficial. That up there, wouldn't they? Don't go in with unofficial noodles. I'm oh, right. Oh, well, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll bear that in mind. I, I saw a tweet that really summed up the way Manchester United are playing. I know we're going to talk about the Suarez Messi, but if, if Manchester United tried that Suarez Messi penalty, Rooney would square it to Martial, pass it back to Carrick, give it back to Chris Smalling, <laughs> pass it back to De Gea. That's what would happen the way they're playing now. Just out of it, by the way, Onuachu, who scored the winning goal for Michelin tonight, is a striker. He's got a 48 rating on FIFA. <laughs> 48, which is 48. very low. Well, I've got a 39 rating. <laughs> I'm only nine worse than him. Uh, they've, got, uh, not, they've got Shrewsbury coming up in the Cup on Monday. It could all go uh, horribly That, that could be it, couldn't it? That could be au revoir LVG, couldn't it? Oh, you could have done that in Dutch. If I'd known what it was Dutch. <laughs> What's goodbye in Dutch? She you. Goodbye. <laughs> well, I'm inspired to start rapping in Dutch now. After go ahead. That You're one. rapping in Dutch? Hip hop, hippie to the hip hip hop, you don't stop the rocket to the bay, bay, boogie to the jump, the boogie to the winner, boogie to beach. <laughs> wow, uh, now, everywhere, people fish. Joe says, <laughs> he's got carried away. Now, Joe says, appointment uh, as the new uh, manager of Manchester United, if it happens, he's not universally popular. Bobby Charlton is not keen, but he's been appeased by having a stand named after him. Uh, this is true. Sir Alex Ferguson is miffed. They haven't taken his advice and gone for another angry Scottish person. And Arsene Wenger is gutted because he just worked out how to beat Manchester United. <laughs> uh, well, I've given out the points, and Ian, you know the points. I've got to go for I've the Dutch to. rapping to Omid Jalili. <laughs> yes! 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 Indeed! I rapped, I rapped, and nobody's human rights was abused. It's two points each. Now, as for Manchester City, <laughs> as for Manchester City, they seem to be treading water as they play out the rest of the season until Pellegrini exits stage left and Pep appears in the wings. It is essentially the latest production of Waiting for Guardo. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Clever, clever. Yes, highbrow crowd. Um, Ian, <laughs> this is... Don't shake your head. Uh, <laughs> if I'm going to do fake town, I'm, I'm going to do that. that to get him back. I'm not um, this is a strange situation, isn't it, at Man City? Well, it's just... They've made their manager a lame duck and all the squad are now sitting there going, it's Pep Guardiola coming in. There's no way he's going to pick me. Well, no, maybe they're actually thinking if I played really well, this is what I would do. I'd think if I played really well, I might get picked by Pep. Really? Pep's probably watching really? the City games. You think Dean Michaelis is going, yeah, I'm definitely in Pep's plans <laughs> for next season? I know, I look at Man City, uh, but do you think that, that his authority has been taken away? I mean, for example, if you knew there was a new presenter coming on this show next year, would you try as hard? Well, I had a word with Andy Peters yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> is it a diversity thing? It is, it is. OK, uh, but no one can be bothered. That's the uh, that's the point of City. I'm it does so not bothered. Like. I don't think I even want to contribute to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like City? I mean, you got any feelings? No, I, I, I quite like him, even though they got tons of money and all the rest of it. I sort of quite like him. They kind of play good football. I, I love David Silva. He's a wonderful. He's player a beautiful footballer. So is Aguero. Yeah. They're he's, great players. They're, they are they're, they're a nice team going forward, but their defence is just thuggish Argentinians, as far as I can make out. When, you know, when company's fit, of course. He's, I like company, but the rest of them, I just don't... You know, he's going to... Pep Guardiola's going to go in and completely overhaul that place again. Do you think they've got the money? Another half billion yeah. spent. <laughs> they'll probably be OK for cash, won't Yeah, they? I'm sure they'll be all right for you a would, bit of money. You were talking about Fernando and Fernandinho. 
Because you thought they were father well, and they son. They are. Isn't that how it works? I mean, my, my Portuguese isn't what it used to be. I but think it's, it's like cappuccini and cappuccino. That's a big coffee and a small coffee. Yes. Yes. But... <laughs> that's what we were <laughs> No, Fernando. Yeah. Fernando, and then you've got Fernandinho. Dino is son of, in Portuguese. No, it's, it's, it's like of. Little, it's little, little Fernando. Right. Ah, right. But well, Fernandinho is the taller one, isn't he? So it's like I really Thomas don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think anyone I don't think they do. I'm going to give out the points for that round, and uh, for no reason, I'm going to give the points to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Now, like me, the man we're about to hear from was at the Arsenal v Leicester game on Sunday, and he's got something to get off his chest about some so-called fans. Yes, it's Keith Dover, man of the people. <laughs> Keith, thank you. Thank you. Now, many of our younger viewers won't remember this, but there's a classic episode from the late comedian Tony Hancock where he absolutely loses it when the last page of the book he's been reading revealing who the murderer was is missing, right? Now, I only mention this, right, because last Sunday's thrilling game between Arsenal and Leicester City tied at 1-1 with only seconds remaining. Believe it or not, there were fans actually leaving. Yeah, right. And when some of us were pointing this out, going, where are you going? Believe it or not, these guys were actually getting annoyed. Now, the game kicked off at 12 o'clock, so there's no transport issues, right? The Antiques Roadshow, was it really too good to miss that night? <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, look, you can't complain, right, when you're paying top money, you know, going, oh, ticket prices are too high, and then you're leaving before the game ends. I mean, imagine if the BT camera crew said, come on, let's miss the last five minutes, we've got to beat the traffic, you know? <laughs> I mean, these people who leave early, do they do the same thing when they go to the theatre or the cinema? Do they go, yeah, I watched two hours, 31 minutes of that film, The Revenant, but I think I'll give the last five minutes a miss. <laughs> right? I mean, look, when Danny Welbeck scored that goal in the final seconds, we went mental. Now, I think mental is actually leaving before Danny Welbeck gets the winning goal. That, for me, is crazy, right? Yeah, so, that's where I'm standing at the moment. Keith You've got Dover. to stay in that ground. Keith Dover, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Well done. Now, very well done. I think... I think... I do think you make a very good point. I know you I got do. into a bit of a, of, a, of a lively discussion with some of the fans who were leaving. Oh, well, <laughs> so much that you missed the last goal, I understand. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's only tonight that Keith realised we won 2-1, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I, I followed him out. I went, where are you going? Come back in. <laughs> I mean, who leaves? Well, do you leave... Do, do Chelsea fans leave games early? Uh, not unless we were desperate for the toilet, but no, absolutely <laughs> not. I would, I've never left it. I've always stayed... I, and I hang around at Chelsea waiting for the Chinese people to be taken taking pictures yeah. at the stadium, which yeah. just makes me laugh. <laughs> we do get a lot of tourists. Yeah, we we get a lot of tourists. Yeah, I took my two of my kids to go and see Brighton versus Blackburn earlier in the season, and uh, we left about... What, 90 minutes? 70 minutes, minutes yeah. early. Yeah. <laughs> when it became apparent that I was actually traumatising my own family by staying there. Why would you do it that? Was dreadful. I know, but I, it really does actually upset me that people leave before the end of the game. I, I, you know, I, I mean, as Keith said, we, we, they're missing the denouement. As it yeah, were. They are. They are. They are so you never leave a play. You never leave a play at the end. You don't leave a play. Well, I have. Say, I've actually walked out of cinema a few times, but only because it's been terrible. Not a 1 1 in a massive game. Yeah. And it does. And I, you think, I don't think you should be allowed in for that amount of time at the start of the next game. But if you look, I don't know if we can get that picture. Is that an interesting idea? I just thought of that. Uh, let's hear it one more time, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Keith Dover. Well, we'll be here with Morton Keith later Very in good. the show.
Good point, though, Keith. Good point. Now, one set of fans who may have been better off leaving early or possibly not going at all are the long-suffering fans of Aston Villa. Yes, the villains are generally agreed to be one of the worst teams in Premier League history. How bad are they? I hear you ask. Colo Torre scored against them. That's how bad. <laughs> uh, lads, if you lived next door to them and you were given free tickets and a litter to carry you in... <laughs> I, was, I was just improvising a bit there. A litter? A litter. Yeah, a litter. yeah. Four what, big like blokes four carrying kittens? you. Four kittens, yeah, to carry you in. Um, would, you go, would you go and watch Villa at the moment? They are the no. worst, aren't they? No, and it's this thing as well. It's that it doesn't seem to me that clubs who have American owners are particularly happy, are they? Who else has got American owners? Glazers, Man United, Man Glazers. You've got yep. Sunderland, you've got is it Ellis Short. Yep. Randy Lerner at Villa. Um, you know, it, I just don't... It's not going very... Uh, well. Arsenal as well. Thank you, Keith. Arsenal, in oh, fact. I didn't, I didn't, see, I didn't realise you were owned by Americans. Yeah. Oh, right. Officer, Officer Cronkey. Officer Cronkey. Yeah. He, uh, he owns was us Was he in Top Cat? Yeah, he was in Top Cat. Yeah, he was. Um, I mean, uh, we've got... Uh, there, was a, there was a picture there of uh, uh, Lerner out. Um, they've got... There was a great tweet, by the way. I don't know if we've got the tweet of this Australian... This Australian... Oh, oh hang on. There's, oh, there's a picture of... Uh, that's Julian Lescott's car apparently, which he, he tweeted from his pocket. Is that actually possible to do that? I it's think a nice car. We are it? so addicted to Twitter these days that even your buttocks will tweet and attach a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bit of a smack in the face of the poor fans. You know, these fans who've just watched Villa lose 6-0 at home, Jeremy Lescott, by way of apologising, tweets a £120,000 car. Well, I mean, that's not really been... It's not you know, very clever, is it? It's not... Contrite, especially, Especially, I mean, especially Colatori scored, I think, when the corner came over. He didn't even jump. He I didn't jump. He, he can't. He can't jump, actually. He can't actually jump. He physically He had his phone in his pocket. Yeah, he <laughs> couldn't take <laughs> it around. It's time. difficult. Because Villa, when I was growing up, I mean, Villa won the European Cup. Villa won the European Cup in 81 or something. You know, they, the, Randy Lerner's been trying to sell for a long time. Yes. So what you need is a is, is the Villa fan who's who's got a lot of money and a bit of celebrity status. Prince William. Prince oh. William to buy. Can Put a royal? Where your mouth is. Can they do that though? Uh, can they? Can they do that? No. David Cameron's the other one, of course. Who could? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how would it? How would the it hammers? Be the hammers. <laughs> yeah, other hammers. He doesn't know which claret and blue TV likes. But how would it be for the Prime Minister to own Aston Villa? That'd be a bit odd, wouldn't it? You well, could sort of slant things in there for I, I don't think they'd be doing any better, would they? No, I don't think they would. Um, <laughs> no, away. I'll tell you one thing, yeah, on. though. Uh, in 2012, I, I, I had no idea that Jolien Lescott, I thought he was kind of developing a Klingon look. Uh, <laughs> but apparently he was hit by a car when he was younger. Yes. And I tweeted, you know when he scored for England against France? It was great. I sent a tweet that said, well done, always rate them, hashtag first Klingon at the Euros. And <laughs> this got picked up. Nice. It got picked up in the Daily Mail. <laughs> and the thing was, he heard about it yeah. six weeks later. And he said, oh, it was very funny. I've been called many things, uh, never a Klingon. And I didn't get your tweet because it hit the satellite thing and there was a Romulan firewall. <laughs> I didn't get it. Oh, I didn't get it. Well done, Joni and Lescott. And I think it's, if he had tweeted... Not a picture of Mercedes-Benz, but of a Romulan... Uh, kind of Klingon shuttle vessel. Yeah. That would have been very different than we think is a bit of a laugh. But, you know, I'll tell you something. Uh, the, yeah, wouldn't this, the this joke's it? going... I think we peaked that joke <laughs> with the Romulans. Omid, but, well, start well, rapping. <laughs> wouldn't the Villa fans then be complaining they really are earning far too much money yeah. if they've got a Klingon spaceship? Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Yes. One Villa fan... <laughs> that's, true. that's a fair point. Uh, one Villa fan, by the way, uh, it's an Australian kid 
who, uh, who did this tweet. Have a look at this tweet. He said, excited for my second uh, ever Aston Villa game today. Hopefully makes the 25-hour flight from Australia work. <laughs> oh. I know. I know. But do you think there'll be a third Aston Villa game? <laughs> do you think he walked out early? Do you think he left early <laughs> to get his flight back? He may well have done. But did you hear about the one Dutch Villa fan who actually tweeted some rapping? <laughs> can't take the smell, can't take the noise. It's <laughs> a gut, no choice. You don't get any more points for that. I'm still getting, I'm giving the points, ladies and gentlemen, to Ian Moore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, the rapping fits in quite well with this next one. In La Liga, Barcelona beat Celta Vigo 6-1. And Lionel Messi caused controversy when he dissed the Celta Vigo team. Not as some young people might imagine by scoring a goal and then turning to the Celta Vigo captain and saying, your mum, <laughs> <laughs> which apparently is a diss, but by passing a penalty sideways for Luis Suarez to score his hat-trick. Um, Ian, I'm going to ask you about it, but before we do, let's just see. We haven't got the footage, but we've got some, uh, some clips. Uh, there's Lionel Messi. He's looking slightly to his right, isn't he? He's just about to take the penalty. And then uh, Luis Suarez comes running in. Neymar was meant to get it, actually, but uh, Suarez sniffed a hat-trick. Yeah. <laughs> and he sort of shoved him out of the way, and then he scored. Now, Ian, were you outraged by this? Because I heard a lot of people saying they were outraged. No, why? What? I don't understand. It was disrespectful. It's like when you sometimes watch a match and, there's, and somebody will do some keepy-uppies. Right, and just knock the ball up on their knee. And people go, that's disrespectful. No, yeah. it's not. It's skill. It's game. I don't understand why it's disrespectful. Well, Didn't Arsenal try this and miss it? <laughs> now, I'll that's tell you disrespectful, isn't no, it? I mean, yeah. No, I'll tell you what happened. It's so arrogant that you screw it up yeah. entirely. Robert Perez and Thierry Henry have been practising it in training. That's what happened. And then when he got to the game and they were 1-0 up against Man City and Henry said, we're taking it, and Perez going, oh, I don't, I don't want to do it in the game. And Henry went, and we're taking it. Perez's body wasn't ready for it. Right. That's essentially what happened. And he took the penalty, he missed, he didn't kick it properly. No, he didn't touch and it. And then, what I, the, the best bit, Joey Barton said it was disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's... There's too much irony in that for me, I've got to be honest with you. Um, yeah, that's true, we did try it. But this is Lionel Messi and Luis Suarez. I thought it was a beautiful thing, didn't you? I think it's about entertainment. I think that's what you remember. If you remember the Fulham team in the second division in the 70s, you don't remember much about what they did, but you remember George Best Bobby trying, to tackle, trying to tackle Rodney Marsh in the middle right. of the game. He was playing yeah. for the same yeah. team. Uh, yeah. uh, there was a game in yes. uh, Santos, I think. Pele scored a goal. I went to that game. By... Uh, <laughs> In 1969, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he he balanced yeah. the ball in his head and he walked the ball into the goal. Yeah. And nobody. Said I was the ball. Was, you were the ball, but it wasn't disrespectful. <laughs> this is this is entertainment, and I think it's uh, that, that, you know. That's what we pay for. That is what I we, think so. it was. It was a tribute also to uh, to Johan Cruyff, who did this years ago. I saw. And that. all the Barcelona fans were singing Cruyff's name because they knew that uh, that it was a tribute. And, you know, it's Lionel Messi, he can do whatever he wants, can't he? Tribute? What is this? Sunday night at the Palladium? Get on with the game. It's a tribute. It's like no Oasis and Oasis. <laughs> yeah, that but, is but, disrespectful. Yeah, but look at, look at their careers. Cruyff went on to be amazing, but Jesper Olsen uh, runs a cockfight in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never knew that. <laughs> Every day's a school day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm giving the points to Omid Jalili. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew. Score is currently 4-3 to Ian Moore. Now, bookings for goal celebrations are a controversial area. Danny Welbeck scored a 94th minute winner for Arsenal, jumped into the crowd to celebrate and then got booked. What he should have done, of course, is raise his arm sheer alike, accepted the handshakes of his teammates and then got on with the game. 
Uh, Omid, is this the stupidest rule in football? Absolutely not. The reason, this is the truth, the reason why they don't want players <laughs> to do this that. It's insurance companies tell the Premier League that if a player goes in, if Danny Welbeck got punched or broke his arm, they'd have to pay out a lot of money. So they tell them, book them so they won't do it. Because can you imagine if something happens to what if Danny Rooney's hairpiece or... <laughs> I'm slightly confused as to why Rooney's hairpiece would be at the Arsenal-Leicester game. Yeah, I no, think there's no, a no, number of questions about this <laughs> of which that is the least important. Yeah. And I understand no, what you're saying. Something I mean, happened to them, it's an insurance Danny Welbeck, hang on a minute, Danny Welbeck had just scored the winning goal in that game. I don't think anyone's going to punch him if he goes in the Arsenal. No, but what if he yeah. injures it? What if he falls over and there's... It's a... an insurance thing. It's an insurance... Is he fully it's... comprehensive? Or what if somebody sets him on party. fire? Third party. All right. <laughs> if... Maybe. Right. Someone just nicks him and goes out. Some of fan, course. by the way, celebrating got a hernia. Did you hear this? Who? Some fan. Some fan. Some so fan. even the Arsenal fans are getting injured now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, quite, it's, it's perfectly it's, feasible it's, it's, that he was jumping into the ground to say, where are you going? We haven't finished yet. The fan, the fan I'm told, is two weeks away. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was a great moment. Keith, you were at the game. We were talking about we you arguing with friends. we going back to the 1930s? Why don't we just suck out When, when you were just fuck. like a teenager, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you want? The commentator go, and Danny Welbeck has scored. Jolly good. Shake the hands of Metz Ozil. Look, if he'd have run up to the Leicester fans and done this... Yeah. Perfectly understand. Book the man. Well, if, if he'd have done that, we'd have all thought it was Emmanuel oh, Adebayor. Well, how do you feel about Emmanuel Adebayor doing that? Well, I, the I truth that, is... I thought that was brilliant. The truth is, I, I didn't object to Emmanuel Adebayor celebrating in front of the Arsenal fans. What I objected to was the 80-yard sprint he did. Which <laughs> made it so I, brilliant! Yeah, but I thought, you've never run that fast when you play for us. <laughs> that was my feeling. Divock Origi celebrated with the Liverpool fans and got smothered in kisses on Valentine's Day, incidentally. Well, that's a lovely by thing. The, by, it's by called by Divock Origi. He needs love. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Lovely with a name like Divock Origi. Um, and what about when you... What about the, cel the thing about celebrations where, or people not celebrating when they used to play for the other team? You know oh, that's got two, that's, I mean, that's all right. When A few years ago, when you had players who stayed at one club or they only have at two clubs, but every player's now had seven or eight clubs. Yeah. Nobody's going to be celebrating after a game sooner or later. Well, Steve Claridge... Take it would, off in their head. Steve Claridge would never have celebrated a goal <laughs> in, in his life. Um, yeah, I, no, I, and uh, I, I do think... I, I think it's important that people show a bit of joy. I know the referees have been instructed, haven't they, to, to book them, like you say, for health and safety yes, reasons. I think it's health and safety nonsense. gone mad. I mean, we saw that thing with Gaza. Remember that Gaza walked past the referee, the referee dropped his uh, yellow, yellow card, card. He and did. he picked up the yellow card and, and, he, and he gave the referee a yellow card, the referee took it back and gave him a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. He should have picked it up again and gone, no yellow card to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, give the points to that round and uh, do you know what? I'm going to give the points to Omid Jalil. Let's keep it close. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes, Omid, don't over-celebrate that point, OK? Uh, <laughs> Strange news from Stephen... No, no! Health and safety. Strange news. Sorry. Strange news from Stevenage last week. Uh, Teddy Sheringham was sacked as their manager after a dismal run of form, but like a jilted lover sitting in a minicab trying to get a glimpse of their ex with their new partner, <laughs> Teddy couldn't keep away. He went back to Stevenage, but in a disguise. Teddy Sheringham, as you know, was felt very vulnerable and he just wanted to know how the team were going to get on without him. So 
he observed the way the Stevenage fans were dressed, so he, he dressed like the Stevenage fans, and he went in the, into the stadium to blend in. Is he losing his mind a little bit? Why would you do uh, that? It's slightly tragic, isn't it, to go back... But, as, as we, but we don't know who else does this. Just because he well, was seen, we don't know that Jose isn't there in, in Stamford Every Bridge, week at you know, Stamford Bridge. Dressed as Lionel Richie or something? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you dress as a famous person? Because <laughs> people go, oh, look, Lionel Richie's at the football. Lionel Richie is definitely not Jose Mourinho. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Keith, have you ever gone in disguise to a game? I've gone in disguise many times at various places. <laughs> Let's mate. not think about that. Uh, you know, where does this end? I mean, how do I know I'm talking to the real Ian Stone? How do I know that you're not going to pull off a mask and Teddy Sheringham's going to be there? How do I know that not this man could actually be Teddy Sheringham? <laughs> huh? He could be. We don't know, do we? We really... There could be a whole audience of Sheringhams out there. Yeah. Tonight. Do you not I think you're taking this far too no, no, seriously? No, no, worrying me. No, Keith, seriously, because I, I, I met my great hero, Idris Elba. It was, yeah. I spent the day with him, then I realised it was actually Moira Stewart. <laughs> it, was really, it was really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, like I say, maybe people have done it before. We've heard of managers going back to the training ground. Bill Shankly, famously, went back to Liverpool training ground after he'd, been, after he'd left. And they had to say, you can't come. No, because he, wanted to, he thought he still had the job. <laughs> he thought he still had the job. He, he had no idea. Training, yeah. No, but they actually, it was really sad. They had to say to him, Bill, you can't come here anymore. That's tragic. And it sad. is tragic. And he wasn't well, even sacked. And he, no, he was. He was sort of let go, wasn't he, Bill? I'm not. Let I'm, go? Let what, go. Was it a bungee jump? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's why he kept he coming let back. Let go. Did he they? was on elastic. Just throw a stick was... and open the gate and hope he follows it. But then they realised it wasn't Bill Shankly. It was actually Selena Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. That's exactly. I, I do think it's a bit unfortunate, isn't it? I mean, maybe Jose Mourinho is sneaking back in. But you know why? Why would you do this? I mean, I just feel for Teddy. It's not there can't be many. There can't be many Stevenage fans who look even remotely like Teddy. There can't be many Stevenage fans. You could just <laughs> that's all you, you just need. Leave it there on that <laughs> sentence. Yeah, that's no, true. At the end of the day, he did. Go, he did go disguised as Aisley Harriet, and everyone thought it was Lady Henry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I see what you've done there. Uh, and uh, well, it was all very nice. But uh, you know what? I think I'm going to have to give the points to Ian Moore, ladies no, and gentlemen. Why? why? I know. That's a disgrace. Disgrace! It's a fix! <laughs> it, it genuinely isn't a fix. <laughs> <laughs> we, could you believe that we don't plan any of this? Uh, now, uh, we've got... So before we go, we've got some big games coming up the go. weekend. Um, Arsenal playing Hull City in a big game on BT Sport, 12.45 on Saturday. Myself and Keith will be there. Um, Bournemouth against Everton, that might be a decent game. Chelsea, Man City. Now, Man City are going to play their reserves because they've got to fly to Kiev... Basically, after injury really? time. Really? Oh, is that right? OK, good. They've got to go straight off to Kiev. So they're going to play their reserves. Um, and then uh, we were talking about Manchester United uh, at the start. They've Did got that. Shrewsbury. Uh, do you think that is LVG's last game in charge? Van Gaal's last game. Well, if they lose it, I don't see how he can stay. I don't see how he can stay. He'll start talking about uh, bad luck. Well, we were talking about the celebrations there. Van Gaal never celebrates the goals. He always sits there like that and goes, well, you know, I expected it. <laughs> and then last week, he actually celebrated a goal and he didn't know how to do it. It was a bit like when Tim Henman used to do the fist pump at Wimbledon. <laughs> Clearly never done it before. Yeah. Just... Uh, we've also got the Champions League uh, game, uh, Arsenal v Barcelona, uh, the week. Uh, that's it. For the show, ladies and gentlemen, the final score is 5-14 and more. Yes. Yay! Beautiful. Thanks to our guests, Omi Jalili, Ian Moore, and Mr. Keith Dover. Yay! 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 Next week we
joined by Clive Anderson and Joe Caulfield. Thank you for watching. See you then.